Cause we love our love in different sizes. I love her body, especially the lies. Time take its toll, but not on the eyes. Promise me this, take me tonight. Oh. Welcome to the Perfect 10 Show. And as you see, it's a Christmas special. We've got our jumpers on, but it's also a Jose Mourinho special. He has just been sacked. We are live. This is, of course, the show where we chat about what's trending in sport and give you at home the chance to win 10 grand. That's a lot of money, Simon. Not as much as Jose Mourinho has just been paid. <laughs> he's, he's got a cool 24 mil, though. Let's introduce you to who we have on the panel today. Harris on the end, big man United fan. Hello. I don't want to ask you about my United right now, though. I want to know, <laughs> have you done all your Christmas shopping? No, I haven't yet. I'm dreading the thought of it. What are you getting your mum for Christmas? It's a secret. You've got to think about Sheila. She's got to get something. She'll get something nice. I'm a good son. You are indeed. Otherwise, you won't get that trip to New York, will you? <laughs> Pete, you went to the darts, did you? I did. It was ah. great. You have a few beers? Uh, no, I was working. So, yeah, <laughs> yes. uh, no, I stayed very sensible, I had a really good time. Thanks to the sportsman. Yeah, yeah it's, it's been all right, it's hasn't good. it? It's not bad, you can't go wrong with the darts. We've also got Anton next to me. Anton, how are you doing? Oh, very well, thank you, Simon. Have you recovered from our Christmas party? Yeah, just about. It was a really good do. I saw a bit of inflatable filth knocking about, <laughs> though, Simon. I saw that too. It was, was scarring. Some sort of inflatable sheep that went past me at some point during the night on the dance floor, but I think that was to do with Harris, that one. Yeah, the Welshman on the end. And of course, right, let's introduce you to our special guest. I'm sure you've recognised him already. It is the funniest man on the internet, Mark Goldbridge, everyone. <laughs> Welcome, welcome. Well, how you doing, Mark? I'm good, thanks, yeah. Not yeah very good, very good. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm ecstatic. It's the most wonderful time of the year. <laughs> not a bad time to get you up to Manchester, was it? But I think it's not a coincidence that I come up to Manchester and Jose Marina gets the sack, so Christmas cards in the post. You've been pulling a few strings at Old Trafford this morning, I can't say, but um, yeah. <laughs> it's sorted. It's sorted. <laughs> As Mark is on the show today, we have a special prize in the background there. It's the Man United shirt with Mourinho back. At Mourinho back. Mourinho out on the Get back. Mourinho back. 18 as well, which is today's date. Mm. Spooky, eh? Collector's, Collector's item. item. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It'll be worth a lot of money to somebody at some point, won't it? <laughs> um, all you have to do to be in with a chance of winning that shirt is answer this question, which is, which Manchester United manager recorded the worst start in Premier League history? Was it A, Jose Mourinho, or B, David Moyes? We'll reveal the answer to that at the end of the show. Uh, comment now, A or B, and we'll give that away to one of you lucky people. Right, there's only one place to start, isn't there? Jose Mourinho has been sacked at Manchester United after a dismal start to the season. Harris, let's come to you first. What, what do you make of it? It had to happen. I mean, I've, I've been a big supporter of Mourinho for a long time, but it gets to a point where the situation is just non-salvageable, and it got to that situation now at United. Um, I think the Liverpool game, it, I think eight of the starting 11 were either defenders or defensive midfielders, and... You can't be doing that at Manchester United. And we have to expect better from the team and the manager. And we have to change. End of. Pete, you enjoyed that? Uh, I'm sad to see Mourinho go, personally. Um, obviously, as you might know, I'm a, a, a City fan. Um, but, yeah, it's just been great viewing for me. Obviously, it has been, it's been awful for United. He has been terrible, but they deserve it. Mark, you've been in the Mourinho uh, out camp for some, some time now, haven't you? Um, to be fair, I did back him for a long time, up until the West Ham game. Uh, there's a lot of people wanted him gone. So, you know, I did back him and then I was viciously against him because I think when you've backed him for so long and he lets you down, 
I think you're almost the worst Mourinho out as when you've sort of given him so much time yeah. and then he, and, he, and, he, and he's betrayed that. So, but as I said, um, I'm a little bit worried. We're probably going to talk about it, some of the stuff that's coming out now because I think it's a positive time. I think Mourinho's gone. Some of us didn't expect that. I didn't. I thought mathematically impossible Champions League is what we normally do. So I commend the board. I'm happy he's gone. Um, I just think it's so important that we come together as a fan base now and give everybody else another chance because it's logical that the manager goes. Yeah, we yeah. saw a tweet from Gary Neville this morning, didn't yeah. we? Uh, Paul Pogba put up an image which looked like it might have been a scheduled tweet of him saying, uh, react to this or caption this. And uh, Pogba's pretty much, uh, sorry, Neville's told him pretty much to get out, hasn't he? So it's bad yeah. timing. Yeah. That's the sort of negativity you were, you were on about. Yeah, to do one, didn't it? Yeah, I think it's, you know, Gary Neville's a great pundit. He's a legend of Manchester United. But I don't see, personally, what that comment does good. You know, Mourinho's gone. It needed to happen. And the club can start building. What you get now is somebody with a massive, massive following basically saying, do one to Paul Pogba. And we know that when a manager is sacked, players will respond. What if Paul Pogba suddenly, like many of our players now, becomes consistent and good and the player we want him to be? And we've already thrown him under the bus effectively. Well, there's no bus at Old Trafford now. Mourinho's gone. But <laughs> he has... I don't think Gary Neville... Maybe Gary Neville's angry. I don't think Gary Neville likes managers it's being sacked. Yeah. yeah. But he's caused Pogba a lot of issues. And we will know, Harris, that there are a lot of United fans who are unsure about Pogba. So when Gary Neville says that, they're like, yeah, you can do one as well. So yeah. I don't like that. I don't like it, but it's all about... I mean, I think, I think the thing about Pogba, um, he's going to be... The, the, the sort of the symbol of the club going forward now with any new manager coming in. He's got nothing to hide behind now. He does have to show the potential that we all know he's got. So that will be the thing. I think you're right. The fans do need to support him. We can't just jump on his back the day we fire a manager. I think we've got to just give him a chance now. And if he repays the faith, that's great. We get the world-class midfielder we always wanted. If he doesn't, then maybe we can see Mourinho was probably right that he's a virus. We'll have to see. Cheer up or shit out. I mean, that's one way of putting it, yeah. Do you think leaving Pogba on the bench for that Liverpool game, let's Pete, I'll ask this one to you. Uh, do you think Pogba remaining on the bench for the whole of that Liverpool game was kind of a statement from Mourinho, or do you think it was yeah. his last last goodbye? It kind of summed up his Man United uh, career so far. For me. Yeah, it's one of them. If you know, I think United got lucky to go into the break at one all, but then you've got a chance to win the game at Anfield, and then with you Martial know, Pogba on yeah, the bench, it looked it, all exciting. He, re he, react for it. he reacted to that by bringing on Fellaini, which I. I can't speak for United fans, but if it had been me seeing it at City, I'd have just gone, oh, for fuck's sake, like, what's he doing? You just want to leave, don't you? Just So, it's one of them, like, Pogba is an incredible player, but like Harry said, he's now got to show, he's got to show it, or, as Anton said, shit out. The, the, the Pogba situation, basically, what Mourinho was doing there, and I think this is maybe why the board's even faster, he's saying, look, I don't want Pogba in the club, it's me or him, who's going? And I think the board have said, you know, He's our, he's our one world-class upfield player. We can't... I mean, this... Not performing. There's so much going on at the moment, but just... Um, we were talking about maybe the next manager, but very interesting. DiMarzio's always been quite good with United information. He said yesterday that there was a meeting yesterday yeah. between um, Pogba and Woodward and his agent basically... Reiterating that the club want Pogba and, you, yeah. and then the next day Mourinho's gone but I think in relation to Pogba I mean I don't like Fellaini um, it's well known Lukaku's been poor Matic I think the whole fan base has to give it you know it's not just Pogba I don't want it just to be a Pogba thing the whole club the whole fan, uh, the whole fan base has got to give every player another chance 
uh, except for Fellaini. For me, <laughs> for me, that and Jones. United have got a really talented front line. I mean, one of the best in the league, Sanchez, Martial. If they play to their potential, I mean, they should be able to definitely finish in the top four. Maybe not this season, maybe that's gone. I think that's the, the problem, what Mourinho's had at United. And I think he even said this after Liverpool games, that his best teams like Inter, they were so good with like Lucio and Cordova, people like that. I don't think he has a defensive base at United. Our defence is mid-table. It has been since Ferguson's left. And I think we've got a top-heavy squad. Our best assets of our squad, is, like you say, are our forward players. And Mourinho can't adapt to that. He can't get them playing on the front foot. And I think that's why he struggles so much. He can't build a side. With a team like that, you've got to play attack in football, right? Do, yeah. Anton, let's have a look at the names in the frame to replace Mourinho. Of course, this is a, a huge job now. Uh, who's, who's leading the way as we speak? Well, it's been a bit of a hectic morning, Simon, as you can imagine. And the market is literally changing by the minute. But at the moment, we've got Laurent Blanc, but favourite to be the next permanent manager that is. And he's priced at around, he, he was 12 to 1 this morning, he came into odds on, and now he's back to around 2 to 1. We've got Blanc there, 2 to 1. Oli Gunnar Solskjaer, some money's coming for, and now around 5 to 1. Both players with Man United links. Would you like to see a Man United ex player at, at the club, Harris? Um, I think from what I've been, I mean, just found out this morning, I think they're, they're saying that it's going to be someone with links to United as an interim basis anyway. I think Solskjaer is what being tipped. I think uh, Carlos Kiros is being tipped. I think for me, I would like Kiros to come into the end of the season. I think he's got that Ferguson. You know, him and Ferguson had that connection post 2003, and I think he knows what it means to be a United player. That was a big thing under Ferguson. He didn't play for him. And I think that's what they should, they should bring someone like him in. It'd be a little more stable than, than Solskjaer. Mark, do you think, do you think uh, the interim route is the right way to go for Manchester United at the moment? I think it leans towards Pochettino in the summer because Zidane's available, Zidane's available, uh, Laurent Blanc's available, Antonio Conte's available, but they're available, so you could get them in now. I like the comfort of, a, of, a, of an interim because you give them five months. I'd love Laurent Blanc to get it for five months and say, what can you do in five months? I don't would, he have it? Would, well, he, would he only sign a contract? Most managers are going to want... Yeah, yeah. For me, he's, he's too big a name to... I think he'd want a bit of a longer deal. At I, do, I don't think you'd take it on an interim basis. No. I, I do worry about Queres, though, because he, when you look back at his time at United, it, it's, it, he was quite a defensive. He, he, made, he set United up quite defensive. Yeah. So... I just think it's a great opportunity. I just don't think United have anything to lose. We're not going to get top four. We're never going to get it with Mourinho. We're not going to get relegated. So, you know, maybe try something a bit experimental. And if, if it was Solskjaer, I'd back him. If it was Giggs, I'd back him. If it's Mike Phelan, I'll back him. Oh, if it's Quarez, I'll back him. You know, I just think it's a... United fans need to embrace it. We, the we negativity need to, needs to go. We've got five months more than we thought we were going to get. Let's see what happens. I think we need whoever comes in just to coaches. We need we need we need not sort of tactics in matches, which a lot of top managers have top squads that can implement that. We need someone to get us on the training pitch and get us playing good football again. And to when the next manager does come in on a permanent basis, that you know the squad's always in a positive manner, and that's what we need, I think, more than anything. Right, whoever the name is. Pete, do we think that uh, not giving the job to Michael Carrick on a, on a permanent basis or a long-term basis is, is the right move for Man United? Yeah, I mean, Carrick's, he's got no credentials whatsoever. I mean, obviously, he's just started coaching this season, and I think having Carrick, obviously, he played for United for a long time, but I also think because he's been learning off Mourinho, I don't know how much would change. There might be a little bounce back, but in the long run, I don't know. They don't want someone in Mourinho's mob, do no, they? No, no. They, they want to go attacking, so I, I just don't think... I think, like, they, like it's been reported, you need to look 
elsewhere for a bit of fresh impetus, even if it's only for I, five months. I do think they need a United connection on the interim basis, because I think the squad's so broken, it needs someone just to get that. It, there's such a disconnect now between the, the old United teams, even going back as far as just when Ferguson retired, with the connection you had with the players, and I think they need to kind of restore that with the fan base as well. So there needs to be, I think, someone connected to the club coming in. Anton, let's look towards the permanent manager in the summer. Are there any names a bit further down that have, have been catching your eye that you think might interest the Man United fans? Obviously, a lot of Man United fans would like Pochettino. I think he is a standout name on, on, on that list. Me and Mark were talking earlier. Do you think Pochettino would want to leave Spurs? New stadium? Are they a better team than Man United? Are they a bigger team than Man United? <laughs> I think that Manchester United should be anybody's want as a manager um, I, I always liken it to football manager or FIFA if you if, you know if you're offered United halfway through the season a sinking <laughs> ship to turn it around what better thing to put on your CV than I turned United round and I think any ambitious manager would want it but Spurs they're sort of a new stadium he's built a good team they're all on long-term contracts they're going to get top four for me they're one they're a, they're a better team than United they're not a bigger club than United it, it's one of those it could go one of either way and you never know some people are morally quite, oh, I'm going to stay where, where, with a club that's given me a chance. So For me, Pochettino, I think, looks like he's going to stay at Spurs a couple of years and then I think he is, he is eyeing up that Real Madrid job eventually. I don't know if Man United's the right stepping stone for him to get the Real Madrid job eventually. Mm. So, any, anyone else on there? It's a dangerous, dangerous job to take at yeah. times, Sam, isn't it? We've got Jardim in, in the list there at 25-1, to 1, Harrison or... He was one of your shouts. I mean, I, I can see why the board would be hesitant just because he's not a name and they're all about markability. But um, for me, I think what he did at Monaco was special. I think with those young players, it fits into what United do. I like he plays 4-4-2 and concentrates on having two inverted wingers, two strikers. I, I love that sort of system. Um, I think someone like Martial would really flourish under him and he's someone that we really need to sort of focus on now. I think his agent came out yesterday saying he's not even sure about signing a contract. So yeah, Jardim for me ticks a lot of boxes and he's not going to moan about transfers and things like that. He's just going to coach them on the pitch and get these players that I think are good to perform to a higher level. One of my picks, who I, who I mentioned earlier this morning mm. as soon as the news happened, for, for the permanent deal, um, this is going to rub my United fans up the wrong way a bit, but you want a man who's won the Premier League. It's Arsene Wenger, out of a job. He wants <laughs> oh, no. to return to football. No. Simon, Simon. 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 Mark, Sometimes. What, what would your reaction be if Arsene Wenger got the, got the <laughs> job? I think I'd rather have Sam Allardyce, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, um, look, Wenger's a bit like Mourinho, he, he, a great manager uh, of the past, you know, Christmas past, I suppose, because <laughs> Sir Alex Very Ferguson good. went out on the top, didn't he? And, and not many people do. Wenger is, uh, look, look at what happened with Arsenal fan TV. You know, we, we, we don't want that. We don't want a manager who's going to be just banter. And we've, <laughs> we've had that. And no. Venga, director of football, <laughs> director of football maybe, but no, not as a manager. I don't think Venga would be interested anyway. He, he would tarnish his legacy at Arsenal already. You know, he's, he's left on them good terms mm. as it could be. I think if he went to United, it'd be seen as a very bad move. Not. Okay, yeah. so we've ruled out Venga. Are there any outside names that you fancy the look of, Anton? Further down the market, how are we looking? There's some names such as Eddie Howe knocking around at 25 to 1, which I can't see happening myself. And he doesn't have it's, the experience to that level, does he? He needs, he needs, he needs, he needs, another, he needs another club before he goes to United. It, it, it's that problem, Simon. Well, it's so tough this. for a manager. <laughs> where, where is that step between a bottom-half club and then going into a top-six club? And it, it's impossible at times. We've seen Sean Dyche wouldn't leave Burnley to go to Everton, so where mm. can you go? But anyway, back to the point. 
Warren Blanc is still the favourite at around six, six to four years now. So he is actually dri drifting back out in the market. I think there was some rumours that United approached him this morning and he said no, but we'll just have to wait and see. We're going to have so many developments through. So there. for interim, interim manager for now, Harris, Blanc or Solskjaer or another to the end of the season? I mean, my ideal choice would actually be Jardim. I think he'd snap it up. I don't think that's an option. I think Kiros makes sense till the summer. Go all out for Pochino. That's, that's what you can do. Pete, who do you see coming at Man United to the end of the season? Anyone who makes them even shitter than they are now. Is, is that possible? I, I hope so. We're going to wait and find out. Well, yeah, anybody who's just terrible is great. Mark, who would you like to see? I, I think the only one who could make us as bad as, would be Tony Pulis, who's basically, <laughs> basically, basically just the English Mourinho, isn't he? But no, I, I would like Solskjaer. I, I think football's gone a bit experimental. Um, I think you look at some of the managers now, the younger, more outward thinking. Uh, I think Quarez would be okay, but I do think he's a bit defensive and he's one from the back past. So if it's going to be someone connected to the club, I think Solskjaer. I mean, no one's mentioning Evera. Maybe the chicken licking thing <laughs> didn't help him, but... Um, I would like Laurent Blanc, but I don't. I agree with you. He probably wouldn't fancy it for six months. Um, yeah, I mean Zidane's the man. I think I think Solskjaer's people people get behind him. The club would get behind Solskjaer and really support him just because he's such a you know a legend. So yeah. I, I am behind that as well. But yeah. for five months, what's the harm? Yeah, yeah. You mentioned Zidane there. Would you be behind Zidane as manager, three-time oh. Champions League winner? He's the man who's available. Um, I think he's the only one who can go close with sort of Klopp and, and, and Pep and I know a lot of people say well you know we manage Real Madrid but you know, I've been watching Real Madrid for 20 years and no Real Madrid teams won back-to-back -back Champions Look Leagues this season I know they're yeah, yeah, yeah. half the team and he built a good team and if, if anyone watched Real Madrid under Zidane they weren't you know dominating because they were Galacticos he was tactically uh, rea reactive um, I remember the Juventus Champions League final they were poor in the first half he changed it at half time they've had some difficult times you know last season they weren't that good and I, I just would like to see Zidane, especially with the likes of Pogba and Martial and that. And, and, I've, and as a player who's done it at the highest level, he can deal with the big egos as well. He was very good with the egos. Harris, I know you're not a fan. Of, you don't want Zidane at all. No, don't get me wrong. Like, I think Zidane is, is a fantastic manager. You don't win back-to-back -back Champions Leagues like that without being that. Back-to-back-to-back. Back-to-back-to-back. To back. To back to back. I just don't... I don't think he's the right man for this very moment at Manchester United. I don't think we have a squad that he would be sort of use like at Madrid you could mould top quality players into a system that he liked I don't think at United we have sort of the foundation for him to do that yet if we were talking about in maybe a year's time we've had in the summer to buy a, more of a, a backbone at the back and more soldiers surely you want him to buy those players though? You, to be honest right it's, it's a tricky one because you don't know what you want do you <laughs> I don't want to them I think, in, I think in, Jan in January I still think we need to push forward and buy a centre back if we do that that, that that solves a lot of issues at the back I still think in the summer we need a manager that thinks it's good at working with the players he's got already there before we start. That's the know. problem though, isn't it? No. <laughs> they're, that all, is, that is they're all crap. Problem. Right, let's end, this, <laughs> let's end this Mourinho chat with uh, one name each, who you want to be the next permanent manager. So it can be in the summer. Let, let's let's decide now. Sorry. Aris. Uh, fantasy or, or Who you want? Where are we going here with fantasy, Carly <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I think I think realistically, out of all the options uh, available, I said one word, mate. Come on, we'll go with Pochettino. Okay. Still wasn't hey. one word. Mourinho. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Goldbridge. I will go Zidane. Zidane. Yeah, I'll go Zidane as well. I like Zidane. I think I think it'd be great to see him in the Premier League and another, another personality. But let's finally start the Perfect Ten show properly and get to know our special guest, Mark Goldbridge, a little bit more. Mark, 
We ask all our guests for a drunken story in exchange for a drink, but you've actually enjoyed a hot chocolate already for our yeah. Christmas special. Yeah. How was that? It was nice. Yeah, we're, we're not sponsored by <laughs> no. Cafe Nero yet, but Thank God. You know, time, time will tell. So, do you have a drunken story for us? I've got quite a few. Um, I lived in Ireland for three years, so every night was a drunken story. But I, I did, I've tried to make it football-related, because obviously we're talking about football, and obviously United-related. And uh, I did run an experiment one night when I was quite drunk. It was the night of the uh, semi-final with Arsenal in 99. Ryan Giggs, shirt off. So I thought I'd try and go a step further and uh, went down to my pants. And uh, where I used to live in Malahide in Dublin, um, at the end of the road there was there was the sea um, and I decided to take the shortcut to the sea by jumping over a wall uh, proceeded to roll through about 30 meters of nettles and land in the middle <laughs> it took people about 20 minutes to find me because it was pitch black but what I can say is that if you go in if you go naked into a load of nettles <laughs> you won't feel it if you have drank 15 pints of lager until the next morning so you know yeah that's that's my story that there very good very good um, let's move on to Shag, Marry, Avoid. We're going to throw this one at you, <laughs> obviously. It's not Aussie, they don't <laughs> Well, there's no answer that's not going to do me over here, is there? So <laughs> that's the point, really. This morning it would have been tougher, before nine o'clock. I will marry Jose Marino now. Oh. I love Jose Marino he's now. He's got the money. He's got the money and he's no longer Manchester United manager, so I love the guy. So, uh, yeah, I'll marry Mourinho. Uh, shag or Avoid? <laughs> well, I'll shag Matic because I might get, you know, you might give him a bit of spunk in the midfield. <laughs> and um, I, I, I'll avoid DT. I've uh, pocketed him enough. Yeah, I've seen enough about him. Oh, that was Good brilliant answers, answers yeah. Well reasoned, well reasoned. Right, Mark, do you want to start off by telling us a bit about, how you, uh, bit about yourself and how you became a United fan and how you started on, on YouTube and the internet? So yeah, I started supporting United because they're the biggest club in the world, and I thought you know it's a good way, good way to get uh, popular on YouTube. No, no, seriously, yeah. um, I support Manchester United because of my granddad. Uh, granddad uh, was absolutely obsessed with the Busby Babes uh, before the tragedy. You know, they were a fantastic football team, so I sort of grew up with VHS videos in the 80s, watching all about United. Um, I'm from Nottingham, so I did used to go. To be honest, my first game was United Forest. Uh, it was 89. I think it was the quarterfinal of the FA Cup before before Hillsborough actually and um, yeah I, I just United but like many United fans not from Manchester you know they're uh, and everyone's got their own unique story but um, yeah that's that's why I support them and my mum funny enough was obsessed with George Best so you know another United player um, I'm obsessed with I'm obsessed with Fellaini in a different way um, um, but yeah, so that's 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 why. And then the YouTube thing just started. I remember it was quite specific. I was on holiday in York, just lying on a lilo and thinking, you know, there's not really a lot going on uh, for fans. I think football fans are the lifeblood of football. And uh, I used to go on forums after bad United results and, and like, you type bloody rubbish. Why is he playing this, that and the other? Then you're waiting for 20 minutes for someone to reply. And that's I was like, Harris still now, isn't it? Yeah, so you needed, needed something a little bit more, you know, instant. And yeah. YouTube was sort of like, well, let's just go live, see if anybody watches. You know, 10 people did. And then it sort of grew from there weekly into something now that's, you know, we're doing, you know, live streams every day and, you know, getting invited onto things like this. So it's, it's been a really great journey. And, um, yeah, I think, I think more, hopefully more and more clubs will do it because I think fan opinions are absolutely brilliant. You get, you get real opinion. 
Arsenal Fan TV was one that probably got the most famous when Wenger was there. But uh, it seems to be a bit more positive now. It's gone a bit quiet over there, hasn't it? Yeah, it's interesting that positivity and neg a lot of people think negativity sells. Um, I've found with the United Stand, and I'm so pleased that Mourinho's gone now because over the last three months we've had, oh, you like Arsenal Fan TV, you're the negative stand. And this with Mourinho has happened probably four or five months sooner than I thought it was going to happen. So it's great that we can go into the positive thing because I, I, I like talking about transfers I like talking about the youth I like talking about what's our best 11 and they're three things that we've not really been able to discuss recently so um, I'm pleased I think the United stand always grew better when we were winning Europa Leagues and you know when, when it's the transfer window so I'm pleased this has happened and I like the positivity I think when things need to be moaned about that's fine and it must have been hard for Arsenal because you know they kept Wenger for you know what felt like a long long time so but you know I think negativity is viral I think positivity is sustainable very good nice comment. description yeah, yeah. I like that. um do you have a video you've done on YouTube that you're most proud of not necessarily the one with the most views but uh I think um I think the videos that I'm probably most proud of are the ones where we are, you know, I, I really love the transfer stuff. I really love that. I think that the, you know, the first summer we did it, I thought it would quieten down and actually it didn't. It got busier than it was during the season. So I really like the, the transfer stuff. But the things I'm most proud about are the stuff that we've done with like the Manchester Munich Foundation, um, which we did at the Hotel Football about a month ago. Um, going over to Munich this year in February uh, for the anniversary. I think those things are so important for the Manchester United fan base because you are educating people in a good way about what our club's all about. And everyone's got a history, but I firmly believe that United's history, because it's steeped in tragedy, resurrection, it's a story that if you support our club, you don't have to know it, but I think you should learn it because yeah. it will just take it to another level. So to me, having a platform that we do and giving that story is really important and that's what I'm probably the most proud of. That's good stuff. It's on to some more uh, funny quotes. I've picked out a few <laughs> of my favourites. Um, the resistance of a poppadom catching a bowling ball. <laughs> yeah, that it was, was that in the one? weekend. I think that was just generally Manchester United's defence <laughs> trying to stop Liverpool from winning at the weekend. It's like, you know... And this one in particular is my favourite. Panicking like that bloody cat trying to bury a <laughs> shit on a marble floor. <laughs> that, that is Jones all over. I want to know about this. Do you practice these and have these in your head or do they just come out when you're watching the game and... What I would say is with that one, I had, I'd heard it before um, and it was prompted by the fact that where I do my filming, it sort of looks out onto the back garden and we've just had the garden redone and the cat was walking on the garden while I'm streaming, <laughs> taking a big crap and I was like... It just sort of popped into my head. So that one, I, I don't know who did it. I had heard it before. Some of them just come out of sheer frustration and they don't make any sense at all. But that one, I will credit to, I had heard it before. What happened with DT? Give us all the gods. Come on. You went, you went viral with him. You had a Twitter spat. It was like two heavyweights of social media going head to head. But you did play in a football match against him, is that right? I like the head pun. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, we did play in a match. Um, what happened with that, in, in short, was that we were offered an opportunity to play Arsenal fan TV at football. And I said, this was around August time, I said, yeah, we'll do it. But if it's YouTube channels, you've got to have, we'll, we will have four or five people off our channel on the team. Will you do the same? Yeah, 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 yeah. So we turn up two days before and it's like, no, we're not doing that. So I was like, uh, I was like, no. You know, we're not going to play the game. What's the point in playing a load of semi-pros? Because they've set a proper team up. So then, of course, he's on social media. Oh, look at Goldbridge, the coward. So I was like, well, we'll go down and play. And then we won 3-1. <laughs> like, you know, literally, we didn't know what our team was half an hour before. Like, Flex has got 
such and such turning are you playing for us yeah yeah we had a kit we went and played and we won 3-1 and they just melted down and and you know I think DT gave it all this big and that he used to be a semi-pro like he used to be everything else and the reality is um I think semi-pro what no yeah (laughs) (laughs) I, 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 I look the reality is he won't like me saying it but the fact is you know he gives out to enough people and he, he was giving out to a lot of people on the way down about what he was going to do and the reality is uh, he, him and his team got made to look very very stupid and, and, and we won awesome. the game yeah. <laughs> we saw uh, KSI v Logan Paul last year in a charity box match you weren't a fan <laughs> don't bring that shit up again. hey Anton <laughs> will we ever that. see Goldbridge v DT in the ring no, I'm with you I'm, I'm with you, I'm with you. Uh, 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 to be honest look no, um, I'm not into. I'm not I'm generally not into violence anyway. I think it's absolutely stupid. I think my wife would bloody kill me. And um, but if he wants a charity game of chess or, or something like that, you know, I'm all, I'm, 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 I'm all for it or snooker or something like that. But uh, you know, boxing. I love boxing, but. We're, we're foot, also, you know, probably what you're on about with KSI. It's we're football. We talk about football. We don't. You know, I don't box and stuff like that. So if, if he knocks me out in a boxing ring, what difference is it to me checkmating him? You know, it's like, oh, you you knocked me out. I beat you at chess. So, you know. Would you beat him at chess? I would beat him at chess. Yeah, oh, I'll beat good. him at everything. I'll beat him at everything. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much, Mark. Let's move on to our top trends. Uh, we've discussed Mourinho, of course, to death now. Uh, so, Pete, I'm going to ask you and Harris, no. are Liverpool going to win the league? No. Because? City are. Why aren't they top then? There's loads of times to go. Like loads of time. Liverpool, they're doing well, but they're going to drop points at some at some stage. There's, okay, it's, e- it's either they've got to drop points or they're going to go unbeaten, and they're not going to go unbeaten. They're not that good. So we're going to win the league. I think you saw how far ahead we were last year. They've obviously definitely closed the gap, but I still think our dominance will show. We've had De Bruyne out for half a season. Aguero's just come back. Silver's out. When they come back in and we start firing like we did last season, it's it's just it's going to be a one horse race again. Harris, who would you prefer to win the league, Man City or Liverpool? Anyone but Liverpool. Uh, I, I think City will win the league. Thank you. I think um, <laughs> I still think they're a better team. I, I just think with Liverpool, I, I know this is going to sound very biased. I think they have had a lot of luck, and there's a lot of points they should have dropped. And they ha- and fair play to them, like that's a sign of champions. And they found a way to win, which is which is the scary thing. That's what's scaring me as a United fan, thinking they are finding a way not to drop these points. But I do think, and I've always said about Klopp's teams, come March, he does run them into the ground a bit, and this is why their transfer business will be so vital to them, whether the squad can pick him up in round March time. And if they're still in the Champions League, I think that'll be just a step too far from this season. Mark, what do we make? Can Liverpool win the league this year? Um, I think they'll push it, but I do think that when you look at City, Kevin De Bruyne is probably one of the best players in Europe and City yeah. have been without him. Um, I think City are the better team. I think I would never want Liverpool to win the league anyway, obviously, but um, they are much improved. And I think any other year they'd be a real threat, but I do think Man City will have that edge over them this they've season they've got the experience now as well yeah. of winning the league a few times Anton you've got a bit of a unique reason of why you don't want to <laughs> yeah. well yes you know Sam as a Blackburn Rovers supporter I never like to see a new club win the Premier League <laughs> but I think it's going to be very very tight this year Liverpool were the best they've been in a long long time but when it comes down to it I think City will just just about have enough it's going to be a nail biter we're going to need another slip the, the one thing I will say though is we know that Pep is very scared of Liverpool. We saw it in the documentary last year. 
and for me he needs to have a, a bit of a gap going into that last month of the season. You don't want it to be tight because Pep will be worried. We'll be in anyway, so it's fine. I think if you look at the Champions League draw, I think there's a case that you, you were wanting Liverpool to get a, a decent draw and go far in a few other competitions. You wanted them to. I win said, I said, yeah, I did, I did want them to go if through they, because if they have just the Premier League to focus on. They can win it because City if, will be over. That's why if, they, if, if, if they didn't beat Napoli then I'd say they're most likely going to win the league. But I think Liverpool seem to get a real hard-on for the Champions League. So I think they were... No, I don't give a shit about it. I'd rather win the league than the Champions League. I'd rather win the league every year. I'd rather win the league. I'd rather win the league. But you've got to go... With the money you spent, the manager you've got, you've got to be going for both of those trophies. According according to who? According to you? Okay, look at United. If you ask... If you ask, if you ask any City fan, nah, what would you rather win? You've won the league. You've got to win the Champions League if you want to be. If you if you ask any City fan what they'd rather win, I guarantee eighty percent would say the Premier League. Well, I think that's the wrong mentality. Pep's going to prefer the Champions League, though, isn't he? Of course, he is. yeah. yeah. But I wouldn't. I'd rather win the Premier League. That that's your, that is history. That is City actually making history if you win the Champions League. Right, Harris. Thanks. <laughs> Go for both trophies. That That's is it. that. Let's move on to Mark Goldbridge's Man United Word Association game. Ooh. Right. Let's fire through these. One okay, word answer go. off the top of your head. Number one, Jose Mourinho. Legend. Phil. <laughs> <laughs> what a start. Phil Jones. Salmon. Chris Smalling. Und- misunderstood. Oh, Nemanja Matic. Static. Ashley Young. <laughs> Captain? Bird shit. <laughs> Ander Herrera? Decent. Marouan Fellaini? Shit. <laughs> Eric Boyd? Good. Old Trafford? Magnificent. Paul Pogba? Uh, dab. <laughs> Alexis, Alexis Sanchez? Overrated. Romelu Lukaku? Oh, God, Lukaku, how can I be nice? I've said too many words. Um, sell him. Sell him, get him on, that was good. And that was Mark Goldbridge's World Association. Anton, let's move on to the darts. I know you've had your eye on it. How do you think it's been going? Yes, it's been going very well, hasn't it, Peter? Yeah. Before you were there last Friday. Oh, yeah, 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 down at Ali Pali. It's what a, what a place, it's just, it's magnificent. So yes, we've been covering this on the Sportsman in association with William Hill. We've been having bets, exclusive content going out every day and you can follow all that online at the Sportsman and at the Sportsman Bet. We even had a winner last night as well, Simon. Very nice. A 7-2 winner. Hey, not bad at all. You can also win £180 every night of the tournament by paying, playing the perfect treble on the website and seeing some great content that we're producing. Yes, it has. Pete, what happened to Barney? Oh, it's such a sad thing, right? Because obviously he's retiring next year. Um, he had, he just missed his chances in in the first set and the second set. He had he had chances to win and he just missed them. And fair play to the other lad. I cannot pronounce his name, but fair play to him. Latvian. Exactly. First name Darius. First name Darius. Right. Lucky he was. Terrible. But yeah, obviously. It's sad to see. Hopefully he can put up a better show next year, but we'll just have to wait and see. Last and house kiss, I think it is. Right. That's it. And who do we think is going to win the, uh, the darts? MVG. 
Gary, Gary Anderson for us, I think, isn't it? Yes. Gary Anderson. <laughs> we know that Bourne is out now. Peter Wright's out already. Michael Van Gogh with the biggest price that he's been for three years. Anderson, three of the last four finals. He's your man. But you backed him from the start, didn't you? Seven to two, Harris. Let's move from the Oki to the ring. Harris, who do you think is going to win the boxing? Oki Balboa. <laughs> Big match. Which, which one? Um, I like the, the underdog. <laughs> who is... That's the other fighter, not compared the to the other one. Right, let's talk to someone who actually knows a bit about boxing. I'm a lover, not Let's a talk to Mark first. Oh, Mark. Of, uh, big fan of the boxing, Mark. I do like boxing. Um, I wouldn't say uh, uh, extensive knowledge of it, but I presume we're talking Chisora. White Chisora, White. And, uh, Warrington. Frampton, Warrington, yeah. So yeah. let's start with White oh, Chisora. White Chisora, the other one. Yeah, I, th I think the, the heavyweight arena is really exciting at the moment. Um, I thought the Fury fight the other week was absolutely fantastic. Um, you know, Undertaker-esque, the way he came back. And I, I fancied him, I fancied him. I did fancy him. Um, I think I watched him on Good Morning, funnily enough, with Philip and Fern. <laughs> no, not Philip and Fern, Philip, Holly, Holly Willoughby's, isn't it? And uh, he was like, um, there you go. Warmers up, and um, I, I just think he's the sort of fighter that you've almost got to knock him out three or four times to stop him getting up. So I wasn't surprised. And then, you know, obviously everything going on with that. Chisora is a bit of one from the past, isn't he? I mean, I remember he was it. Did he get knocked out by Harrison or someone like that a few years ago? I can't remember, but um, I fancy Chisora. Chisora. Pete AJ came out and said, uh, gave his views on the fight, didn't he? Say yeah, he said, um, well, he said. He thinks Chisora is going to knock him out, but he also said that he wants White to win so that he can have the rematch. Is that just an easy fight for him? I don't um, know. What's going on I with don't AJ? Know. Dillian White's improved a lot, so I don't think it'd be easy. I think AJ, obviously, he's got four of the five belts. Is he still in that flat with his mum? I don't think so. We all like our mum. Grow up. Come on, grow up, get out. I think he, it's a weird one with AJ. It's just like. He he has he's had the chance to fight Wilder so many times and it's it's starting to remind me a bit of Brook and Khan like will they won't they and it's it's just getting a bit boring. Like, talk of that, it's it's now, just right? yeah just just fucking fight him. You, <laughs> you go you go on about are you the best in the world? Just get in there and prove it, man. Stop it. Yeah, just no. It's just there like you know, I I personally think Tyson Fury is the best boxer in the division, but there's a reason that. Joshua's at the top of the division. Like, just go if if you if you say you're the best and you say you're the king of the, just go out and prove it. Like, fight the two best. Are you going to be watching that Chisora one, or are you going to be watching? Frampton I'm going to watch Warrington Frampton. I think that'll be. I mean, Billy Joe Ch Saunders is on that undercard as well. He is, yeah, yeah. After his escapades, yeah. um, <laughs> but no, I think Warrington Frampton's going to be a lot more technical. I think White Chisora's just going to be. They just don't like each I other. I think the full card for Warrington Frampton yeah. is great. Yeah, so. so no, I'll be watching Warrington Frampton. It'll be much more entertaining. Keep an eye on the sports on social media if you want to see what's happening oh, this yes. weekend in what both is. boxing matches. What a great few weeks of sport we've got coming up here, oh, Simon. It's jam packed I in like your stocking. I can't wait. You know what? I actually can't wait for as well. The King George on Boxing Day, the oh. horse racing. You got a winner for that? You're going to yes, give it to Waiting patiently, oh. 11 to 2. Like you on Christmas morning. Eh? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> right, let's get on to our predictions table. Anton, you are actually joint top with Pete now at the top because what? you picked Spurs to beat Chelsea last time out. Pete, you need to get your hat back to well, yeah, yeah, but to be fair, I've missed about six shows. Oh, so excuse me. Yeah. Right, this week's game, we don't know who the manager's going to be, <sighs> but it's Man United v Cardiff in Wales. We don't know who the manager's going to be, but Harris, what is the score? 4-0 Man United. Score. 
I'm confident. Yeah. 3-1, Cardiff. Oh! Oh, Cheeky wink to the camera. Neil Warnock doing bits. Mark, what do we think? Uh, definitely United win, and I think it could be a big win, so I'm going to go, yeah, I'm going to go 3 or 4 1 to United. 3, three 1 United, I three think. One. United are back. We're back! <laughs> how, how far are we off the league title? Yeah. <laughs> We're coming for City. Uh, oh, Liverpool. Jesus. Yeah. Anton. I'm expecting a typically, typically dogged performance from a Warnock side. I think it'll be quite tight. 2 1 United with a goal for junior Hoyler, kids' toilet. There you go, Sam. <laughs> I don't need the money. Do not need this. Five. No problem. Um, I will go for a convincing, exciting 3 0 win for Man United. Ooh. I think they're going to be full of attacking flair, like passion, desire, Some goal blood, sweat, tears. tears. Dallas on the right with the goals in. Attacking to score as well. Their, their, their squad is just so much better than Carlos. It should be pretty simple. Mm. Right, let's finish off. Pete, have you got a tweet of the week? Did you see anything on social media this week? It's Pete's tweet of the week. Oh, yes. Well, obviously, Gary Neville's got to be up there with his uh, do one to Paul Pogba. But I'm sure we all saw during the uh, United-Liverpool game, Maran Fellaini's fantastic effort. Um, I, don't, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think we actually have it up, but, I mean, we've all seen it. It's basically Fellaini at his graceful best. He skips past a couple of players, goes to absolutely launch one into the top corner and manages to nearly incapacitate a steward. We've so, got that on the sportsman. We will have them. It, it's Head there. there it's there. It it's a great clip. It senses that. But there's only one way to finish and that, of course, is by Mark playing our perfect 10. You can play it on the website, thesportsman.com and win £10,000 every week. Right, so you just have to pick a home win, draw, or away win for each of these fixtures. First off, Premier League clash, Huddersfield versus Southampton. Away win. Southampton win, Hassan Hootle looking a great win over Arsenal, wasn't it, this weekend? Yeah, he's a good manager. West Ham, Watford, producer Charlie's a Watford fan. Yes. Draw. Draw, yeah. Blackburn v Norwich. I'm going to be going to that, Anton. Good luck, sir. Ewood Park. Why are you going, Norwich? <laughs> yes, come on, Norwich. <laughs> <laughs> Eight pounder ticket. <laughs> Sheffield Wednesday v Preston. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with the. I'm going to go with the Owls. Sheffield Wednesday on that one. Wigan v Birmingham. Wigan v Birmingham. Oh, You've got God. to represent, surely. Nah. <laughs> I'm, I'm there, not there by choice. Uh, draw. <laughs> draw. Draw that. Plymouth v Accrington in League One. Uh, uh, Plymouth because Accrington's near Liverpool, isn't it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Accrington Stanley, who were they? Exactly. <laughs> Grimsby v Notts County, that is a terrible oh, game. Oh, now that is local. I'm going to go Notts County for my stepdad. Sol Campbell's Macclesfield oh, v Port Vale. Macclesfield, Port Vale. Sol, Sol I'm going to go Robbie Williams, Port Vale. Okay, Morecambe v Cambridge. Morecambe v Cambridge. Uh, Morecambe. And finally, Yeovil v Northampton. To win 10 grand at Christmas time. I'm going to go, I've got no idea about form. I'm just gonna, I had trials in Northampton, so I'm going to go Northampton. Ooh. Ooh. He had to throw that in there, didn't he? He waited all show for that. Right, let's all get life. My whole life. <laughs> Anyone wanting to play Goldbridge up front, United? Could be a potential destination. Right, let's give away this Man United shirt. Harris, can you confirm which Manchester United manager has had the worst Premier League start in history? Is it David Moyes or Jose Mourinho? I think Mourinho's had that worst start in Premier League history. That is correct. If you commented Mourinho down below, you are in with a chance of winning that. We'll give that away within the next few days. It's Christmas, everyone. That is the Perfect 10 show. Thanks for joining us and good night.